Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sophie Scott and I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people, sharing uplifting news stories and delivering tips and tricks to bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today is Pippa Bennett Warner. My gosh, one of the nicest people we've ever had on this pod. Incredibly talented actor, can be seen in Sky Atlantic's latest mega smash, Gangs of London. If you're in need of a box set, aren't we all, uh, on lockdown, then uh, Gangs of London is... uh, an incredible, sprawling, positively Shakespearean saga. It's a huge cast. Obviously, a, a few a few shows are hoping to fill the, the the void left by Game of Thrones, and it it could well be Gangs of London. Pepper Bennett Warner, what an incredible career! Starting on the stage in The Lion King at a, a tender age, and uh, she just goes from strength to strength. Now, then, there is a, a slight disclaimer here. Um, there's no easy way of saying this. In my near 42 years on Earth, including uh, 10 years on the comedy circuit, no one has ever laughed at me more than... It's not easy for me to say this, I'm blushing as I... But the, I just have to... You, you'll see what I mean. And she's a... Pippa, bless her, is, is a silent laugher. So there's bits where she's nearly falling off her sofa. I, I promise you, this gives me no pleasure to say this. So if you wonder why some bits go a bit quiet, it's because Pippa, God bless her... May I just say she's got impeccable comic taste. It's taken me 10 years to find an audience and it, it turns out it's Pippa. Um, so w- when there's a pause, it's because Pippa, bless her, has to compose herself. Um, <laughs> regular listeners will know that. I've never, ever said this in an intro. Uh, my, my wife, if she listens to this, will be rolling her eyes uh, at, me, at me saying this. But uh, trust me, when you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, okay, that's fair that he's, he's like that. You see, because you, you wonder why it goes quiet for a second or two seconds. Uh, so Pippa, thank you very much. Thank you for being my, you know, Michael McIntyre has a global audience of millions. I've got a global audience of, of Pippa and it's, you know, I maintain it's uh, it's quality, not quantity. <laughs> uh, anyway, here she is. Wonderful. What an absolute thrill to chat with her. Uh, one of our lockdown catch-ups, the wonderful Pippa Bennett Warner. I'm just trying to stay sane. I haven't seen anybody I know for six weeks, so I'm trying to kind of just stay sane and not climb the walls. Please may I ask, how are you you managing to stay sane? I guess I'm trying to sleep as much as I can, even even though my sleep keeps changing so I'll, I'll have one week of good sleep the next week terrible sleep but I'm kind of trying to keep on top of it because I know that if, get, if I don't sleep then it's just going to all go to pot so sleep dr- staying kind of really hydrated um trying to not read too much of the news um, oh, Pippa, I, 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 I honestly I, I need to, I don't you know, I need to put my phone in a drawer yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's I know I know it's just, it's, it's, and well, I mean, it's, 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 it's so scary. And because there isn't really at the moment, there feel like there's sort of an end date or any sort of possible outcome or any kind of conclusion. It's, it, we're all in this sort of weird no man's land of just sort of, I mean, at least we're all in it together, which is kind of my kind of saving grace, but it's, it really, it's so discombobulating and scary. And yeah. How are you staying sane? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was hoping to listen to what you said and then just copy exactly what you're doing. <laughs> I'll take every bit of advice you've got. Um, 
I don't know about you with this. I find with the, I don't know about you, because I, I totally relate to the sleep, but I get up at like, uh, it sounds ridiculous, four o'clock in the morning. Same. That's what I'm doing sometimes too. Oh, don't, don't say this the wrong yeah. way. I'm so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> I am four o'clock. Four o'clock. And I'll like do, you know, go on my phone or something, which of course you can't do because if you, all the blue lights and stuff, then you can't get back to sleep. Yeah. And I'll get up, maybe go on my computer and then try and get back to sleep. And then of course I, then my sleep is then messed up because then I don't want to sleep. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's the four o'clock is hard. And it's hard to break that cycle of kind of getting in. So I've been trying to do this week every 9.30 to 10 o'clock sleep to then try and get up about yeah. 8. To kind of balance my body back. But it's it's really difficult. Also because, the, I mean, today, what is it, Tuesday? It could be Saturday. Totally. It could be Wednesday. It could be Friday. I mean, I just don't know anymore. It's like a blob of, of time. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you managing to uh, exercise? I'm not the biggest exerciser. I yeah. never... I, really sporty at school and then as I became an adult I just sort of didn't do any exercise and I haven't really been been taking my my one hour outside but I've been doing little bits of sort of ballet online and pilates and things but we've also been blessed with like the best weather and of course nobody can really go out and enjoy it sure it's sort of to answer your question no do you exercise are you an exerciser I try I I try to just be, just with an eye on mental health. To be honest with you, I, yeah. I did some yesterday and felt so much better for it. And then and then you start beating yourself up. Well, why, why am I not doing this every day? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I will try. I will try. I will. I will. Oh, hello. Hang on a sec. Oh gosh, I've I've cancelled that. So anyway, I'll put this on. I'll put this on silent. Then it won't vibrate. I am so sorry. Oh um. What I do is I, I, do, I double the recording, you see, because I'm such a, you can tell by my thick head of hair, I'm such a worrier <laughs> that this won't record, that I, I record it on here as well. Ah, I see. That's when I was much younger, uh, this happened a couple of times. It was, it was on the old cassette, and I would, I would interview someone and then go yeah. back to the office, and it was dead air. God. No. Oh, God, yeah, I still get, still get flashbacks now. No. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> To get back to the office. Oh, that was a that was a great interview. Put put my earphones in. Oh my god. Uh, oh no. Oh no. Um. Yeah. yeah. No. It's it's such a. So you're so you're working, and then you've got your two kids, and your partner. Your yes. wife. And, and you're all together all the time. I, I mean, I I'll be honest with you, Pippa. Yeah. I, I love it. So I love the fact that the four of us are together 24-7. Mm. I'm pretty certain they would not agree that being with me 24-7 is a good thing. So somewhat selfishly, I'm having a great time. The three of them, like, you know, scrabbling at the walls. Um, Keep seeing the one-year-old blink, blink SOS in Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, you, are you doing the homeschooling, or is your wife? Do, who's doing the homeschooling? We're doing it. We was it sort of split shifts. Um, so as, as soon as my wife detects that I look like I'm about to punch a wall, she will then. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so you what, James. Shall I do the maths? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of, <laughs> sort of uh, split shifts, split shifts. <laughs> I, Pippa, I can't apologise enough. This is just what I need. Oh my god, a good laugh. Oh god. <laughs> are you? Um, I'm so sorry. Are you? Um, are you now? This is a selfish question. Are you? Are you rocking any box sets to get through this? So the one I just finished is People Just Do Nothing. Have you seen it? Yeah. I'm obsessed. I mean, I started watching it when it first came out and kind of just and kind of didn't sort of continue, didn't commit to it. And then this time I was like, you know what? I'm on lockdown. I'm just going to watch the whole, all five seasons 
And it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of a thing of genius, the show. They're absolutely brilliant. And I laughed and all that. And I, yeah, so that, that's sort of the main thing I've watched. And I've watched a few things on Netflix. But sometimes I get a bit bored of watching tellies and I'll read a book or I'll just stare out at the window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Or the best, but I'm finding the FaceTiming quite difficult because, you know, when you get, meet people in real life, you're not sort of constantly having to look at, you're not constantly looking at them. And sort That's of right. Through so it just, it fit, it t- so I did, I think there was one at the beginning of lockdown, I did four FaceTimes in a row and I was shattered by the end of it. I was like, I can't do that again because I have no energy left because I've just spent, you know, five hours or whatever it was just staring at friends through a computer screen and I just, I, it was, it was quite intense actually. And you're giving everything as well. It's not like you can, oh, I'm just going to zone out for 10 minutes. You, you, you can't, can you? <laughs> You keep talking, I'm just going to daydream while you talk. There's nowhere to go. You just have, you're like... You're nowhere there. to go. Nowhere to go. Prison rules, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, cause the thing with... Because I'm, I'm such a big comedy fan, and comedy's often dismissed as being lightweight, but the chemistry those guys have got on people just do nothing... Oh, my God. They are... It, it, it's the chemistry... It's, it's the characters, it's the writing, it's the way they film it. It's the, the whole thing is pure genius. Yeah. And I, I, I sort of, you know, got lost in a YouTube, YouTube hole, you know, sort of Google, you know, searching their show. And they do all these things, you know, they go to gigs in their corrupt FM characters. Yeah. It's, it's just genius. It's genius. They're brilliant. It's so good. Um, now, may I just say, your... Your CV is, I mean, it's so good. I, I, I said this is such a huge compliment. It's so good I almost got depressed looking at it. No, stop it. No, stop it. No, stop it. <laughs> I, need to, I need to read something to cheer me up. Oh, for God's sake. Um, but I mean... <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, just, <laughs> oh god! I, I'm, I'm going to handwrite a letter of apology after this interview. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> no, this oh, is. I laugh. I'm too. I'm, I'm a bit of a laugher, so that's so. I'm no, that's, that's per, honestly that's perfect for a podcast. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've got nothing to prove this, but you were, you were. I, I wonder if I saw you in The Lion King, because I think when you were in it is when I went to... to I think it, that is when I went to go see it. I mean, that's as breaks go at the age of... You were 11, weren't you? When, mm-hmm. Do you ever look back and... Th- do you ever look back and almost pinch yourself? Because for that to happen at the age of 11 is so extraordinary. Well, I think because I, because I was so green in terms of... I, I wasn't a stage school kid at all. Yeah. My parents didn't know... We didn't really know anything about the industry or you know shows really oh you know I'd been to musicals so I knew what you know but it but it but it but we had no idea what the business was so it was very much a kind of oh I remember when I I remember when I got got it my mom came outside I was in the garden she was like oh you've got the Lion King and I was like oh my god that's it but I hadn't really yeah I, I guess I've always been like that throughout my career so far that I'm very um not this wouldn't have applied when I was 11 sure but I'm quite zen and chilled so in terms of, I don't, I'm very like, um, oh, cool, okay. If you know, if you know what I mean, I don't. hundred percent. I don't put too much weight on uh, getting jobs or not getting jobs, or sort of. Because I'm very much from the, the school of thought that if something's for you, then it's just, it's going to be yours, and there's nothing that can stop it from happening. So that's I'm very zen and chilled in that in that respect, but. Getting, I, I don't. I, I guess I didn't really think of it as a break. I just saw it as a, as the Lion King. I don't know, but you know, at eleven, because I wasn't thinking in those stage school vibey maybe ways that I wasn't <clears throat> hadn't really sort of maybe fully understood what I was doing or or, or the job I'd got. It just felt like, oh, I'm going to be in the Lion King. That's really nice. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do, but because I, I also think there's. Um... I've heard sports stars who, who achieve something ridiculous, at like you know, in the, uh, as a teenager, and it, and they, they they talk about um, 
And again, it's not a criticism, it's a positive thing. But there's, there's almost a naivety in, in youth as well, isn't there? Because you're because it's your life, you've, you've got nothing to, to weigh it against. So in the same way that, oh, I'm in one of the, I'm one of the main parts in one of the most successful musicals in the history. But you're not thinking that at the age of 11, are you? If that had no. happened, if that happened when you were, say, 40, and you're yeah. thinking, this is the first break I've got. Oh, my God, yeah. this is so big. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have that same expectation on the, on the shoulders, no. I guess. No, exactly. You don't. I think maybe I was a bit, um, savvy is not the word, but if I was a bit more kind of, you know, yeah. How can I describe? If I was more, if I if I had, was more ed, at the time had been more educated in the sort of in inverted commas showbiz, it would have might have felt it would have felt. I mean, it was. It's, I mean, I'm not disregarding it and saying that it didn't feel like a big deal because it was. No, I, absolutely. But, you know, but 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 I, I was. I sort of don't know. I, I I'm, I'm quite weird about work. I'm just very. I'm just maybe I'm too zen. I'm just I'm just too like yeah. It was it was it was cool. It was a it was the same thing kind of happened when I was 18 I think it was and I was leaving yeah. school and I was auditioning for RADA and also auditioning for this play at the National called Carolina Change um, which was coming over from Broadway and I got my place and I got the job and my agent at the time was like well obviously you'll take the job because people go to RADA to get the job at the National and I had of course had no idea so I was like oh really I was like I'd rather go to school actually and do the three years because that was what I was really in mindset of going to RADA, getting my BA in acting and kind of yeah. getting and everyone was like, no, but people go to do the years to, to get the job. Anyway, so that that at 18 felt like quite a big um I was in quite I was between a rock and a hard place because I wanted to go to RADA, but everybody was telling me to do the job. Anyway, so I did the job and then I went to RADA the following year. But it was that same thing, I guess, of going, oh I, Oh, the national. Oh, I don't know. Really, I hadn't really. Of course. I hadn't really taken into account that that the national is. The, it, but now I'm like, oh, the, the national is the national. You know, the holy grit. It's amazing. But at the time, I hadn't, and I'm quite pleased I hadn't, because if I had known what the national meant, I would have absolutely. I would have been crippled with. Uh, with. with uh, I would have been so nervous, and I wouldn't have been able to have done the job. And actually, that job was quite stressful but it would have made it worse if I'd known the kind of scale of what it means to to do a job at the national is um just from reading reading interviews with you Mm. now I say this as a a theatre fan myself what what does the what does the theatre mean to you what I mean by that is as me as just a fan there is just something that frisks on in the air there's there's not you know there's I I love movies I, I love box sets but yes. there is, there is, you, there's something about the theatre that I'm nearly crying as I even think about this. Yeah. Maybe it's because, but maybe I'm getting emotional because the thought of going back to the theatre just seems like such a dream at the moment, doesn't I it? Know. I, know. Um, I, know. I know. But it has a special, it has such a special place in your heart, doesn't it? Yeah, I love it, and I and I and I really think it's the best place to start a career, and it's also and a, and a good place to end a career, and I think. When I left when I left drama school, the industry was in a very different place anyway. But I was yeah. very keen to just do theatre for a while, which is which I did. But there's something about the audience changing every night. There's something about building a character for six weeks. There's something about plays where they're just kind of really good. The material's good, yeah. and you get kind of throw it about for six weeks with with people in a room and nobody sees it and then you get to show people what you've been working on and every night is different and there's something that you that you that film and tv doesn't quite capture but of course because it's different different medium entirely but it's something about theatre is so immediate and the connection between the audience and the and the people on stage is just something that you can't I don't think you can't quite beat um I haven't done stage for a, a theatre for a while, but it is my, it is one of, it's, it's, I mean, I love everything, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely my, possibly my favourite medium. And it, it's fascinating how, you know, on, on say night 17, mm. you can go out and it's the, it's the best crowd ever. You just feel yeah. it in the air. And yeah. then night 18, you and the cast, you've done everything exactly the same. And for yeah. whatever reason, <laughs> nothing, you know. Absolutely. What's dead, dead. What, what's all that about? I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes. I mean, the, the the last play I did was a comedy at the 
at the National in the Oli, and it was a restoration comedy. And with restoration, you sort of you're totally relying on your audience. And if and if the audience doesn't doesn't play ball for whatever reason, that there must just be, we must have just pitched it wrong. Maybe maybe you pitched it wrong. Maybe you're overplaying things. Maybe they're not quite getting it. And and, and that that always. And then, of course, then if there is complete silence, then I guess one falls into the risk of then sort of really kind of trying to push it, which, of course, then alienates an audience even more, I, I think. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, it's a, fu- it's a funny one how every night literally is, and then they will laugh at different, different oh my gosh. places and, you know, cry at different places or whatever it is. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a really, <clears throat> it's an interesting one. But that's part, I guess that's part of the attraction, isn't it? Yeah, 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 100%. In, in terms of your Zen mindset, you've had this, you know, you've had this staggering, envy-inducing uh, career. <laughs> but, 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 t- I mean, you know, two decades, um, and the upward trajectory, you know, the, the, you know, if I could, I, I'm sorry to the listeners, but if you could, you know, it's just, it's just an upward line. Do you think that Zen mindset has has helped you in in that regard? Yeah, and yeah, and also having a team that I, an agent that I absolutely trust implicitly. I think that's also really important. If you've got somebody that you know has your back, and I always say with agents that you need somebody who's more ambitious for you than you could ever be for yourself. Which I, 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 I just that's kind of the mantra I live by. You need somebody who's really fighting your corner. But I think. I've always been really keen to, I've never been in a rush to be somebody or be anywhere. It's not my style. It's not my, it's not, it's just not me. It's, it's kind of very keen to just continue to build a body of work. That's to me is the, it's because I, you know, would like to be doing this when I'm 90, if I can. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's just about building, building, building. And, you know, in terms of getting older and parts, opening up and becoming slightly more interesting and it's 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 you know in my I'm now in my 30s and I'm actually having the best the best time and getting to play very different roles but it but I yeah I'm, I'm just not in a rush to you know I just yeah it's just not it's just not my style at all I just yeah I'm and also I mean this this doesn't just apply to acting this applies to to life in general those who whose ambition outweighs their ability you know those who are so let's say with acting somebody who's so desperate to be to be famous and so desperate to be a star yeah if you don't, if you don't have the goods to back it up that can be a really yeah. dangerous thing can't it i i think so and you you see you you know we, we we come across so many people who are sort of i think they call it sort of flash in the pans and and for me that would sort of just be my biggest nightmare because you have it, it's about longevity oh, God. You know, <laughs> can you imagine though? Can you imagine? <laughs> it would just be awful. So, and then that's and that's why I. Well, it's it's part. I guess part of my sort of genetic makeup, if you like. But it's 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 really about focusing on the healthy parts of the industry. Because if I think if you're in it for being, you know, I've, I've always said, look, if I want to be famous, I should I could just go and streak at Lords. Yeah, that would probably get me on you know the front page of the Daily Mail or something. Yeah, and that would probably give me fifteen minutes. But but it's not, it's about, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's about really bedding in, bedding in the, the, the good credits and, and building a foundation of work. And I just, those are the actors that I really admire, the ones who have just, you know, have just done good work and picked good projects and things. Who's, who, who are the kinds of guys that you look up to in that regard? Well, I've, it's, it's, it's mainly people that I've worked with. I'm, I'm really fortunate to work with some of the most amazing actresses. So, like, the entire cast of Harlots, a, a dream, you know, Smith yeah. Morton, Leslie Mamba, Kate Fleetwood. I mean, Danny's funny. He's, he's a guy. I love him. Um, all of the girls, Jess Brown Findlay. You know, I, mean, I could just go on. And yeah, of course. And then I did a couple of years. Uh, no, no, my, one of my first jobs I played, I was in Leah with Gina McKee and Justine Mitchell, and th- those two are just, Heaven. I mean, these Sean, are like heavyweights, aren't they? Yeah, heavyweights. Yeah. John Thomas. I mean, it's just p- people who are just, who are just, who just do good work and who are brilliant actresses and brilliant women and lovely women, which just makes such a difference when you go to work and you, when you work with people who are great, but also who are really nice. It just makes the whole experience worth it, you know? <laughs> you, you mentioned Leslie Manville there, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is just... 
My God, that is someone who, and you know, I put yourself in this same bracket. It's someone whose body, it's, it's the body of work that speaks for itself. Oh, it's, it's the body of work. Take a look, there you go. I printed off my MDB. I'm not going to yeah. say anything. Just look at that as a body yeah. of work. Yeah. And you're, and you're, the, you're the same there, aren't you? But it is, a, it is, it is about the, the, the body, it is about the body of work. And it's about, it's like she's, she's a mate of mine. And we, I saw her after we were, in between, uh, actually, after we finished filming Harlots 3 and she'd had her Oscar nomination and she was, you know, we had some champagne and it was lovely and then she was like, well, I'm going to be doing Save Me Too, which is Lenny James's show on Sky and I just yeah. love how she, she's going to do a play at the National. I just love how she mixes it up with doing, you know, big films but also coming and doing TV and doing, it's, 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 it's being able to do everything, I guess. It's being able to do the radios. It's being able to, it's being able to do audio books. It's being able to do TV, film. It's, it's, that's the kind of diverse career that it interests and excites me. It's not just the big films. I mean, the big films are great, but it's, it's being able to do everything, which I think is exciting. I'll just say one more thing. I wasn't intending to speak about Leslie Manville. I'll just oh, say one more thing. Did you, did you see another year, the Mike Lee film that she was yeah. in? Amazing. I still, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I think about it every week, but many times throughout the year, I just think, how did she not, I think I get, I get more upset about people not winning Oscars than the person themselves, if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But her performance in another year, I just, I just, extraordinary. I, I remember writing, I was, I was at Shortlist Magazine at the time, and I wrote at the time, if she does not win the Oscar for this, then, yeah. you know, there, there's like, there's, <laughs> and I still sort of like can't come to terms with the fact that it, it yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. She's, it's amazing, isn't it? She's, a powerhouse, a real powerhouse. I'm a lovely, lovely woman. Now, the the um, in terms of big projects, um, I mean, ga- Gangs of London. I mean, this is one of the TV events of the year, isn't it? And that must be mm. tremendously exciting to 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 be in this one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Have you seen any of it? No. No, <clears throat> it's very cool, and it's. Very violent and very well done. Very, very well done. And yeah, I just feel really happy to be a part of it. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's, 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 I've never done such an action based show before. And so to do, so to do it, that just felt like a, a no brainer, but also just a really cool departure from the stuff that I normally, stuff that I normally do. Now, I, d- I don't own shares in Sky, but the speaking on behalf of my, uh, my wife and myself, it, as soon as a box set comes onto Sky, so when we saw the trailer for Gangs of London, we, yeah. it, it was immediately, when is this on? When can we start watching it? So, I mean, and I know I speak on behalf of, of a lot of people that this is a show that people cannot wait to see. Now, again, this sounds dreadful. I'm well aware that, <laughs> that, that it's tragic that there is a global pandemic on. However, <laughs> this sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. but, but genuinely, people have this voracious thirst for, for quality entertainment. And so yeah. in that regard, I mean, this, that is what this show is, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It is. I mean, it's, I've seen episodes one and episode two and episode one is, is an hour and a half. So it's like a film. Wow. And, and the open, from the opening frame, I mean, so I don't watch anything that I'm in really. Really? The, yeah, no, I can't bear to I find it really awkward and uncomfortable, but the opening frame of gangs of love, I was just in. I was like, if I was watching this and I didn't know anything about the show, I would just be in. It's just it, what they, it, and it's not even like a huge, but it's just the way that they've decided to open the show is so cool. And the, the Pulse team and Sister Pictures and Sky and HBO, they've just, they're just, they've, I think they've done such a brilliant job with it. I really do. Now, what is, I'm, I'm glad you've said that. What is, the... Someone, someone who's been to the cinema, you know, pretty much from the womb, you can <laughs> you can tell within the first. I mean, it's less than a minute. You can yeah. tell how how good something's going to be, can't you? Within the first few seconds, Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it's, Agreed. it's yeah. so important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's really clever storytelling as well. If you can get, if you can grab somebody within, you know, thirty seconds max. You're, you're onto a winner. And this show, I think, it just grabs you. And it's tense from the very beginning. But also you've got sort of this, these two families who are sort of the beating heart of Joe and it and, and, and the, the way it looks and the fact it's so diverse and it's so international and it's representative. It's, it's like, it's, I'm so proud to be a part of it, genuinely. And I remember sitting at the read-through 
and I'd never, and, you know, because there are over a hundred actors in the show and sitting around the table and seeing how different everybody looked to each other and, you know, not being the only person of colour at the table or, you know, one of three or whatever, you know, it was, it was such a rich room. And I just thought, this is really cool. This is really, really cool. And what a show to be a part of. Now, I, you know, I'm well aware that I'm a, a straight white man. And so, you know, this sounds uh, at best lame coming from me, but it's sort of, <laughs> but it's sort of strap, strap in for this, strap in for awkwardness, Pippa. But I mean, it's sort of, it's only when you, when you watch old movies, mm. it's, it's, it sort of blows your mind that, I'm not saying everything's perfect now, of course, yeah. but if I watch a movie from, say, the 60s, and every character, pretty much every character is a straight white guy. Yes. It's, isn't it just, yeah. it's extraordinary, isn't it? I know, I know. It's, it's completely, completely mental, and the fact that that was sort of okay, you know, that was, that was how it was, and nobody could say anything or do anything about it, and, and that's why where the industry is at the moment is so great because there have been so many forward steps that have been made which needed to be made we were in 2020 for goodness sake if if they hadn't been started to be made now I mean god but it's 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 an it's an exciting time and and that's why I think gangs is such a brilliant kind of advocate of diversity because anybody can sit and watch it and go oh that's of course you know that you know gangs and stuff they don't want to identify with you know being gangsters but you can look at the show and go oh oh, he looks like me, or, or she looks like me, or, oh, they, they speak the same language I do. Or, and, and, and that, for me, is actually quite, it's, it's, it's quite moving because it, 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 yeah. it's, inclus- it's inclusive. It's inclusive television. And I think that's what, I think that's what the, the world and the industry needs. Is, I mean, I remember Denzel Washington was once interviewed on uh, on the radio, and he once said, "Don't ever ask a question where you already know the answer." And and that is, I must have heard that about twenty years ago. And that as yeah. a someone who asks questions, that I think yeah. such good advice. Yeah. Um, so I'll be careful how I say this. So in your in your twenty years, is it is it is it only been very recently where you've noticed a, a positive change, or is it has it been further back than that? I guess that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, I guess. Yes, yes. I think for me, in terms of maybe playing the roles that I really wanted to start playing, that sh- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Sort of shift started to happen, maybe just before or just after Mother, Father, Son, which was I can't remember when I did that. Two thousand and eighteen, we got shot that. So it was maybe two, two about you know, two or two or three years ago. I felt for me personally, but I, I think you know, in a sort of wider, you know, looking wide, you know, wider at the industry. It's probably before that, but person, personally, I think, I think about two years ago. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's why someone like Denzel is such a, a he's, I, 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 I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. I once interviewed him a couple of years ago for balance. And yeah. And I, there's a, I don't know if I'm ever allowed to share this, but I made him laugh like hard and, <laughs> 
on my old phone that was, that was my ringtone was was me making no. yeah because it was I've never I've never told I've never told anyone that but because it was because it was such a life highlight and and I think my wife and children would would agree with me on this they'd go yeah you know what fair enough they say. <laughs> When he, when he st- I must admit, when he started laughing, the little voice in my head was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> oh, Pippa, I'm sorry. Um, oh, my God. That's brilliant. I made myself flush by admitting that. But, um... <laughs> but, he, was, but he, was, he, was, he was such a trailblazer because he was playing a role where the role, it, it didn't matter what his ethnicity was he was playing the role because of the characteristics uh whereas and again if you watch some films from say even the 70s i mean probably even the 80s yeah and you, you you're, you're i'm almost watching through my fingers in terms yeah. of the, the 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 choice by the writer or the director or the you know it's yes it's yes. frightening really isn't it it is it is it is and it's and it's sort of just dated and boring dated yes <laughs> Dated and boring, it's sort of get with it. I mean, for goodness sake, it's not just white people that watch television or watch films. I mean, come on, it's just, it's, and, uh, you know, and I think, you know, franchises like Star Wars and Marvel, they're, they're doing a really classy job of keeping it diverse and keeping their <clears throat> films really open, which I think is really important because, you know, they know that they're, they're, they're reaching so many, such a big audience. Um, but you know, there's, and that's, but that's the sort of thing I used. To, that's why I used to really like theatre. Start. That's why I really wanted to start in theatre because theatre found allows colourblind casting, and so that was sort of my. I was really into that when I when I first started in drama school because it it was it was a sort of freedom to play roles that I wasn't able to play on screen. Which of course now you can play on screen, but then you couldn't. And also, you know, whether you whether you like this or not, you are. And again, I say this is a huge compliment. You know, if you, if, if 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 there's a little girl, you know, a little girl who I'm going, I'm, <coughs> but there's a little girl and sees you on screen. You know, they might have thought, well, I, I can't. Previously, I think people might have thought, well, I can't make this because every single role in this sitcom or this movie is is a white guy. But yeah. but now people will will see you again. Your you know your your body of work. And they will think, I, I can I can do this, you know, because because Pippa Pippa has done this. Pippa has opened the door, um, and that's I mean that's that, that's that's surely a, a wonderful thing that that you've done there, isn't it? Well, I mean, thank you. I mean, I, I don't really I feel um, yes. I mean, I, I I guess so, but I, I mean, I I feel a certain amount of responsibility. I don't like to play roles where I feel uh, a, a derogatory to black women. Um, because I feel there is, you know, if you are, if you are in things, you know, there are going to be little girls, the generation behind and the generation behind them, even who will look and see, oh, well, I want to be an actor and blah blah blah. But so, there, there, I think there does there's come a responsibility with making sure that, well, for me anyway, I'm very, I feel responsible of paving the way correctly, and you know, is version of that different but mine is is it's like as we've discussed sort of body of work and just making sure that the choices are positive the the, the characters are positive and yeah now can you can you with that with at the risk of any spoilers because i you know i do know that a lot of listeners will be absolutely all over this show can you please tease uh and set up what, what gangs of london is about please? without and i'm aware that you know there'll be a, a sniper from sky on the <laughs> Roof opposite, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pippa's giving away too much. Yeah, we've yeah, we've got this. Oh my god! I think I've got to it together. Okay, it's. <laughs> Basically, so I'm not giving anything away. 
It's a kind of action-packed thriller, uh, which over nine episodes follows the fallout of what happens when one of the, the sort of the, the, the head of, the, of London's most powerful crime family is assassinated, and the sort of struggle for power. What happens after that? You know, the struggle for power in the city, the gangs and the international gangs. That's that's in like a really small nutshell. Giving too much away. That's that's the show. And that's and that's such a. I mean, there's something something almost Shakespearean about that. It's the song. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, it is very Shakespearean, and it's epic. I mean, the show is epic. It's on a sort of epic Shakespearean. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, mean, I suppose in terms of a power vacuum, I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure on a show here, but it does feel that like ever since Game of Thrones finished, there is there is a vacuum for yeah. that big epic. As soon as you said that there were a hundred actors. I thought, well, I, I, I think I can remember the last show where there was that sort of cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was huge. I remember because we, we shoot in blocks, and we shoot, so so it was a nine-month shoot, and each each sort of two episodes are shot per block, we shot in five. And we were going in, we'd have a read-through every new block. Yeah, we would. And you'd go into the production office, and there'd just be more, you know, headshots up on the wall. And I think it was over 110, 120 actors in it. How amazing to, that, they, that, that there are so many people in the show. I mean, it's, it's a huge production. It was a really big, really big production. Um, w- w- one of your films, uh, Wakefield, with, with Brian Cranston and, and Jennifer Garner. Mm. Jennifer, I mean, the listeners probably thinking I'm going to launch into a, a, a love for Brian Cranston, but Jennifer, I think Jennifer Garner is so. She's, I mean, she's almost she's actually underrated, isn't she? Yeah, she is. And she is, and she's such a, she's sort of divine, actually. And she's a brilliant actress, but she, it's the aura she has around her as well. She's Honestly? Brilliant. Yeah, she's just, I remember meeting her, and she was, just, it was just like, I, I sort of couldn't even, I couldn't really, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't get starstruck, I'm very, you know, whatever. But I was just so sort of in awe of her aura. She was just amazing, just so gorgeous and kind and normal. There wasn't any kind of, you know, ego or sort of, you know, high end. You know, she was just normal. But then, you know, you're like, oh, my God, it's Jennifer Garner. But she was just, and Brian was the same, just normal and cool. He's very cool. There's, um, I mean, may I ask, given, you know, given you've, You've had this career since the age of, of eleven. I know we've touched on it with the Zen, but what what have you, what have you done to remain so incredibly normal? Given that you know, given that let's be, let's be totally honest, a lot of people who get the break as a child, life has has proved tough for them. You know, yeah. whereas you ju- you just go from strength to strength. Every foot you put forward seems to be the right foot. What what is? I mean, I, I feel like I'm asking for myself. What is the <laughs> what is the secret there? I guess, I mean, I guess I probably have to hand this to my parents. Yeah. They just did, they're really just, just normal. And I remember, I remember actually once I told, I rang my mum up and told her I got, I, I think it was the first series I did called The Smoke. And I called my mum and I said, I've got this series. And she was like, oh, great, darling. So what did you have for dinner last night? Yeah. You know, just just yeah. this kind of, just like, yeah, it's a job. And it's, and also I think it's because I haven't been raised to, I mean, I'm not an extrovert in any way. I'm an introverted extrovert. So sort of being myself, I find challenging sometimes, you know, kind of having my photo taken or going out and having to sort of be me isn't my natural, like Instagram, I just cannot cope with on any level. I'm on it, but I just find it incredibly stressful because yeah. it's not my natural thing to be like, oh, look at me, look at me. Um, and I, and that's, that's because of them. Just, and in my, my nature is to be very boots on ground, I guess. And just, and also just not to believe hype or not to believe, I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't really, it's a good question. I, I guess I, I don't know if I can really answer it. I just, it's just the way that I am. Yeah. I've always, I've always been this way and I don't think I would ever change because I'd be bothered. Just, I can't be bothered to sort of be somebody who sort of, you know, sort of swans around and, you know, buys into, I don't know. It's just, to me, that's not the quality of life that I want for myself. 
Do you actually practice then? No. <laughs> I don't meditate. I do nothing. But what? I no, nothing. I do nothing. Wow. So <laughs> all, of this, all of this is just totally natural? Yeah. Because Bloody I, hell. <laughs> but I think, but I, but I, but I do also think, I do also think it comes down to having tr- trust in, in my agent and my team and stuff. I feel like, I don't, feel, I don't know. I'm just very like, yeah, I don't, my, my, some of my friends are like, you're so, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm just, I can't, I can't imagine myself being any other way. And I also think because this industry is such a wind up that if you engage with it any, on, on a level that could be unhealthy, you'll just, you'll just, it'll, it's a, it's, it could be an absolute disaster. You know, and I, and, and, and I never, I, so I sort of, keep, I mean, I never watch anything. I never, if I don't get a job, I never see who, I never check to see who's got the job because I don't care that they, they, they were the right person for the job. Oh That's my cool. God, Pippa. Yeah. Can you please write a self-help book just so I can buy it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's just, you know, and I'll get sent something and I'll be like, no, someone else can do this way better than I can. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be because, people who meditate for hours a day listening to this episode, honestly, like shaking an angry fist. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I couldn't be, I could not be more full of admiration. Honestly, it's, uh, I think it's, it's a wonderful gift. And I really, I do feel like uh, it, it's, it's probably played such a, an important and key role in this ongoing mm. success, you know. Well, I've, I've just always said that, look, if, 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 it, if it got to a point where I wasn't getting any work or I wasn't enjoying it, I would just pull out and do something, try and try and do something else. Because I, as much as I love it, it's not sort of, I don't want to sound like I do, but, you know, it's not, it's, it's my job and it's, and it's, I'm, feel really I'm really happy that I'm still able to do the job that I've chosen but it's it's I the, the, the sort of no um confusion in my mind that it's a job and you know some people in acting can be really competitive and I just don't understand why because it's I, I feel like it's an industry it's yeah. not like a, it's not like sport there's an obvious winner because there are you know there's there are tables and sort of points you can win in acting it's it's so objective it's about taste and it's you can't win, so it's just so just relax because it's not a competition. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, only, I'm only I am competitive in sport. But it's, it's also I interviewed Gabby Logan on this podcast, and she was talking about that, and she said it, it's a wasted energy. Totally, <laughs> totally wasted energy in sports. Yes, I understand it. The mentality you've got to, you want to win, you want to be number one or two or whatever. But in acting, I just. I just, it's so objective and it's so about what you like and what you don't like and everybody's got their own view. And, you know, if you're not right for a role, you're just not right because that's not what they're looking for. And that's cool. It's cool. There'll be something, you know, there'll be something else that gets and you can do it. But it's, so I just, I'm just very um, chilled. Maybe I'm too chilled. I don't know. No, not at all. But I think that's one thing, the one thing you and I definitely have in common then. It's something I always say to my two girls. Well, certainly the four-year-old, that you, you just can't, you mustn't ever concern yourself with what that other, per- you know, let's say, let's say you get down to the last, let's say you get down to the last two for, you know, let's say they bring, they're going to reboot Miss Marple, you get down to the last two yeah. and they've gone with someone else. Now you, some people would, they'd be almost smashing the house up. Yeah. Or, or they'd, or, or they'd be, a few times, yeah. They'd be watching it and they'd be going, well, I'd be doing this, I'd be doing yeah, that's not you're not cheating anything there, are you? No, yeah. you're not. I have this thing going. I'm on the train. I'm in my own carriage, and I'm not going to look out the window. Just keep looking forward, because if you start looking out the window, that's it. It's done. Because you can't then stop looking out the window. Just keep looking forward. Just concentrate on what you're doing, and and and, and, and it's it, and, and that because the distract you know you compare you despair, and there's just no point. And you know I've been in that position loads of times when I'm down to the final two and they go with somebody else. And it's cool because that's what they've decided to do. And at the time it might sting, but it's, yeah. it's, it wasn't my job. So what can I do? You know, it wasn't my job. What was that phrase? Compare, compare, despair. Compare, compare and despair. Yeah. How have I never heard that before? Yeah. It's good, isn't it? That, that's fantastic. Mm. Mm. I, mean, I mean, in terms of mental health, I mean, that, that, you know, to anyone listening, mm. I just think that's such fantastic advice, you know. Mm, it's good, isn't it? And, and, and it helped, it really helped, because you go, oh, my God, yes, of course, of course. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, yeah. 
because I didn't get that, maybe I've got to work a little bit harder the, the next, you know. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And you must never let that thing, you must never let that be the thing that defines you either. Oh, absolutely. The thing absolutely. with me is I got down to the last two of X. Yes. You don't want to be wrong. Absolutely. You don't want, no. And actually sometimes those stories can turn out to be really good, hilarious ones because there's always a little bit of a story if you get down to the final two and then you don't get it. Do you, know, you know, they can be, they can be quite funny. Have you, you know, have, you, have you ever had one that you can share? <laughs> but I have, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's quite rude, though. So I don't think I can. Yes. No, but I can't swear on this, can I? Yes. Oh, I. Can't. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. I mean, I, I maybe I won't disclose the actual show, but it was for it was for a big. Uh, show uh, in America and I didn't particularly want to tape for it ended up taping for it ended up getting I got te- uh, they wanted to fly me over to test uh, and I had to have a whole day with sort of casting and professional photos that you know when I got the job they could release them and you know it would all be sort of a done deal and I me being me was like, oh, because you know people talk so much smack that I'm just very like until until there's a offer on the table for me, there's nothing to talk about. I just there's just nothing to say. Of course. And so I you know spent the whole day with the, with the casting people, had to meet everybody, and then did the test. I was in there for sort of two hours. Nobody really knew what they wanted. But I was like, it's cool, it's fine, just do the test. Flew home, back and forth casting for about two or three weeks. Found out I didn't get the job. And then it was, I think it was, I think there's, there's a, it, and, and then, and then I found out later it's possibly because, you know, it wasn't pretty enough or whatever it was or, and it's, and you just sort of just go, well, I wouldn't have wanted to have done the job anyway. You know, it wasn't, and it wasn't my job more importantly, and that's fine because the girl who, who's got it and is doing it, I'm sure is great and perfect for it. Because the thing that's sort of one of my biggest, I guess, fears is doing something that I know I'm not right for and doing it really badly. <laughs> You know, you just want to be able to, but I'm very protective of my CV. So I don't want to do anything where I feel like I wouldn't be able to really do it to the best of my ability. So they'd, so they'd almost even announced you that it'd gone that, yeah. it'd gone that yeah. far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> I didn't get it. And I was like, well, of course I didn't get it. And I was like, it's fine. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Actually, I'm pleased I didn't get it because it, it, it's not, it wasn't really the kind of job I wanted to do. So it was, you know, it worked out for the best. But at the time, it's just a wind up. And actually, you know, that's when the Zen came in really in handy because I didn't fully engage with it because I knew it was a wind up, if that makes any sense. There's a, there's a British actor who got a, a part on one of the big American franchise shows. Yeah. And uh, I think they sold the house, took the kids out of school. They did, they did, oh. they did everything. You might have heard this story before. No, I haven't. Yeah, big American show, big franchise. They were going to film, you know, twenty episodes in this series, and then it was it was a visa thing at the last minute. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you're yeah. joking! This DJ could have got him a visa. Sure. This, this wasn't even eleventh hour. This was like twelfth hour. This was, yeah. I'll check. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll email it to NK. I'll try and dig it out and I'll email it. That would be amazing. I, I know what the show was, but I, I, I dare not say the name of the show. Just... Yeah, of course. Of course. I know. But, yeah, but, yeah. but I, I always think, because I know some people hear stories like that, like the one that you've shared, and they probably think, oh, I'll tell that in the office or I'll tell that at a dinner party. Or, you know, I can't wait to tell my wife. Yeah. But I, but I always think, I was actually thinking of them as great, great, great nuggets of life advice. Oh my God, absolutely. Abs- absolutely. And, and the, the, the good thing is, is that you can sort of look back and go, oh, you know what? I went, th- I went for it and I'm pleased I did go for it because it's another sort of notch of experience. But also you can take away going, yeah, but I never lost myself in it. I never sort of bought into it because I know inherently that unless the offer is firmly on the table, there is nothing to say or to even think about. And you have to just detach because that's, again, you know, if, 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 I, if, I, if I had, I guess, the personality of um, engaging with everything, that would have been a nightmare, a real 
mental health nightmare um because it was it was quite intense and full on but i just had to you know go no a, a, a tv producer friend of mine has got a phrase and it's uh I, I only believe something when i'm actually watching it on the television with my own eyes because yeah. because he, he says there's so many examples of sh- even shows that get filmed yeah. and then for whatever reason they never actually i know some listeners might not realize this but a, a show may may get filmed maybe a different commissioner comes in yeah. watched what's been shot and goes yeah. i don't even want that on the channel yeah so in in life only believe something, not even after it's happened, yeah. but when you're actually yeah. watching it with your own eyes. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's, there's no point otherwise. Yeah. Now, Pippa, I'll tell you what, the sign of, I always think the sign of a great chat is when you look at the time and you think, oh my God. I've, what's that? Have we been talking for an hour? Already? We've done an hour. It's oh. gone like, it's gone like that. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so, I can only, I, what, I've apologised to you for about 10 times in this chat. And this, this, this is the biggest of all of them. I looked at my clock and I went, oh my God. So I, I, I'm so sorry. So be, before we go, and, and yeah. by the way, I can't thank you enough. This has been an absolute bless. Yeah. May, may I ask, what, what do you do? So we know you're very zen. Uh, what do you do for, for balance? What's the thing that you do for balance? I, what do I do for balance? That's a really, really good question. I like to cook. Yeah. And I like to sort of dance around my flat and listen to music and, and talk to friends and, is this the kind of thing you mean? This is, this is music tires. And I like sort of, you know, Looking at the internet, not looking on the internet and on Pinterest boards, and looking at home interiors. And I like listening to classical music, and I like occasionally going for walks. And you know, I, I don't know. I just I, I guess I just yeah. Th- those are the things that keep me balanced. Actually, I just like to sort of yeah. I kind of I like art. I like I love fashion. I just really appreciate a really nicely cut shirt. <laughs> Just like really nice fabrics, and yeah. you know, th- thing, things like things like that. I guess that those are the things that keep me keep me balanced and family. I'm going to try and be a little bit more Pippa Bennett Warner in in life moving <laughs> moving forward. When... I'm going to start thinking about my book. That's a good idea. This is the, be, being more Pippa Bennett Warner. <laughs> The next time a four-year-old is making me scream into a pillow, I'm just going to go to that Pippa place and uh, just yeah. go to that place. <laughs> and just yeah, I just yeah, I don't I just don't know. I'm just yeah, I've always kind of been this way. Uh, Pippa, I, I cannot thank you enough. That was oh, pure I joy. And thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Pippa. I, well, when this is all over, I, I hope the next time you're promoting something, I get to meet you and shake you by oh the hand God, and... that would be brilliant and I would love you. that huge and heartfelt thanks to Pippa I, see, I, I, I do believe that some people have a good energy and a bad energy and I know that in the eyes of some people that will make me most odd uh, but I thought Pippa had a great energy and uh, I loved listening back to that to edit it I thought she was fantastic so huge thanks to Pippa um, what, a, what a great person uh, an incredible talent Gangs of London out now on uh, on Sky. Hugely recommend it. Uh, thank you again, Pippa, and to all the people who made it happen. Oh, by the way, as ever, if you want to work with Balance, maybe me doing an, an ad read or some sort of creative partnership, drop the sale. Very posh voice I put on there. Uh, drop the sales team a line. Sales at balance.media. If you want to get in touch with me, podcast at balance.media. Thanks to you guys who were at the comedy show on Wednesday. Always be comedy. We had Ed Gamble and uh, James Acaster. It was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. It was nice to see you there. Um, hope Paul's great with you. Oh, as ever, you're doing us a massive favour. If you share these uh, across the socials, we are at Balance LDN. Uh, and I am at James Gill Comedy. Thank you as always. Take care. Bye, bye, bye. 
boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.